Hello, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to this day's one-day delay. Well, technically, welcome to last week's one-day delayed news and flashback fun mini episode, although I wouldn't exactly call this episode a mini, but (laughs) podcast episode. Happy National Daughters Day and National Lobster Day. Yes, that's really a thing. May the force be with him. It's Mark Hamill, a.k.a. Luke Skywalker's 71st birthday, believe it or not. His birthday pals include Catherine Zeta-Jones and her husband, Michael Douglas, and disgraced actor Will Smith. Also, happy Shana Tova to all my Jewish listeners as Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, begins tonight. It's birthday shout-out time. Happy early birthday to my cousin Naomi Engelman, whose birthday, along with the late Olivia Noon-John and tennis player Serena Williams, happens to be tomorrow, September 26th. Her brother Sammy's birthday happens to be two days later on September 28th. Miss you lots, and I can't wait to see you soon. I forgot to mention on Thursday's show that... Actress Jenna Ortega, actress Gwyneth Paltrow, Linda Marcone Cross, singer Avril Lavigne, new mom Vanessa Schuette, the late rock singer Meatloaf, who unfortunately passed away earlier this year, and Osiris Cordova Rubio have birthdays Tuesday, September 27th. Yesterday happened to be International Rabbit Day, and... My cousin Joshua Engelman, Barb Thompson Mazzie, and the late puppeteer and Muppet creator Jim Henson's birthdays. 1993's Dazed and Confused in the Good Son, Elvis's 1957 songs Jailhouse Rock, 1972's Sounder, 2010's You Again and Wall Street Money Never Sleeps, and Sharon's Thinking Out Loud song from 2014, 2000. For Shaun of the Dead and tons of TV shows, including The Munsters, Boy Meets World, The Goldbergs, The Big Bang Theory, Manifest, Chuck, Star Trek Discovery, and countless others, all debuted on that day in their respective years. A double belated congratulations go out to Joe and Shauna Ruggiero. Not only was their fifth wedding anniversary yesterday, but they also announced that they are expanding their family. The stork is bringing them a little baby boy in January. Congratulations. Speaking of babies, Wednesday, Mark Zuckerberg, the creator of Facebook, or Meta, depending on your point of view and your preference, announced on social media that his wife, Priscilla Chan, is having a third girl. They already have daughters, Max, who is six, and August, who is five. And Hilaria and Alec Baldwin's seventh little one, a little girl, arrived yesterday. Congrats to all. I kind of forgot to mention on Thursday's show that Katie Soar's daughter Alice turned three that day. Oops. And yesterday would have been both Cassandra Edelman's son's Cooper's fifth birthday and the late Henry Silver's 96th birthday. Or technically, double oops. 
my mistake. Um, not yesterday. I believe it would have been Friday. <laughs> now, before I get to this week's flashback fun, I have some news. Mostly good, but there's a couple bad news. Let me get the bad news out of the way. It is my sad duty to inform you that one of the greatest movie villains of all, Nurse Ratched from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, played by 88-year-old Oscar winner Louise, Ratch- Louise Fletcher, has been silenced. Deadline.com fr- reported Friday, the actress whose fame role provided the culture with a portrait of bureaucratic evil so indelible the character's last name could carry a TV series 45 years later, died at her Friday at her home in Montreux, France. Her death was announced a deadline by her family through agent David Shaw. Although no cause was specified, Shaw said she passed away in her sleep at the home that she had built from a 300-year-old farmhouse surrounded by family. Although forever linked with her most famous character, Fletcher enjoyed an acting career that spanned more than 60 years, including numerous performances on both television and film. She had a recurring role on Star Trek Deep Space Nines as the Bajorian religious leader Kai Wynn Adami and guest-starring roles on Picket Fences and Joan of Arcadia brought Emmy nominations in 1996 and 2004, respectively. Some of, some of her other roles include Seventh Heaven, Exorcist II The Heretic, 1987's Flowers in the Attic, The Shameless TV Show, 1990's Blue Steel, 1999's Cruel Intentions, Private Practice, 1974's Thieves Like Us, and more. As such, it only seems fitting to do one flew over the cuckoo's nest for flashback for the first topic of flashback fun later on today. Alas, Miss Fletcher wasn't the only great loss this week. TheGuardian.com announced Tuesday, 70-year-old Dame Hilary Mantel, the author of the Wolf Hall trilogy, passed peacefully surrounded by friends and family. If that wasn't bad enough, after 45 years of voicing Darth Vader, the legendary James Earl Jones has signed away his vocal, his vocal contract to the character to Lucasfilm, effectively retiring from the role. He has allowed Lucasfilm to use. He has allowed. He is allowing. Lucasfilm to use AI software to use his past recordings. In much better news, it's a major touchdown for Rihanna. ETCanada.com reported a few hours ago, Rihanna will headline the halftime show at Super Bowl 55 on September on Sunday, September 25th, she took to Instagram to share a photo of her distinctively tattooed hand holding a football aloft with Rock Nation, who is producing the halftime show, and the NFL sharing the identical photo on Instagram. 
Super Bowl... Super Bowl 57 takes place on Feb 12th at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Rawr! Three months after it opened, Jurassic World Dominion finally joined the other two Jurassic World films in the trilogy, that is to say, 2015's Jurassic World and its first sequel, 2018's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, in the Worldwide Billion Dollar Club. Now, if you excuse the bad French accent, Sacre Bleu, the cast for ABC's Beauty and ZB's E30 celebration just keeps on growing. Variety.com reported Friday that Shania Twain and Martin Short have joined the special. Twain will be playing Mrs. Potts, where Short will be playing the also romantic Lumiere. Da 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 da! Da 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 da! Da 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 da! It's creepy and it's kooky, mysterious and spooky. We know the debut of the Wednesday Netflix series. Da 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 da! IGN announced yesterday. Announced recently. Announced yesterday. Netflix's Wednesday, a spinoff of the Adams Family, will be released on November twenty third. And yes, that's a Wednesday. Revealed by during Netflix's Tidem events, the day came alongside a new clip from the show. Wednesday, played by Jenny Ortega, discovers disembodied hand thing hiding in her new room at Nevermore Academy and coerces it from being a spy for her parents into giving her its undying loyalty. The show will be chronicling Wednesday's trip to a gothic boarding school after being expelled from eight other schools in five years, the show promises a nightmare full of mur- mystery, mayhem, and murder. Speaking of Netflix, the streaming title... Uh, yesterday was Netflix's yearly... T- um, second. Yesterday was Netflix's second annual Tudum event. Uh, Tudum online fan event. And the streamer released tons of new release dates, exclusive looks and clips, like the Wednesday show clip, and more. Here are some of the highlights. The first trailer for Enola Holmes 2 dropped. The mystery crime sequel starring Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill, Lewis Partridge, Helena Bonham Carter, Sharon Duncan Brewster, Susie Wacoma, and Hannah Dodd, Starts its investigation November 4th. The trailer for the first half of the fourth and final season of ABC Manifest. You know, that show that ABC canceled despite great results, but the streamer up and saved it and resurrected it for one final season dropped. The show will lift off November 4th. Big news for fans of The Crown. We have a debut date for... We have a debut date for season five for the drama about the late Elizabeth II's reign, which had an enormous spike in viewership after the royals' recent passing. The season, which covers the family up to the 1990s, arrived November 9th with a totally new cast. Amada Staunton takes over Olivia Coleman's part of Olivia of Queen Elizabeth II and Jonathan Price 
plays her devoted husband, Prince Philip. Tenants Elizabeth Debecki plays Princess Diana, and Dominic West will be Prince Charles. And the Queen's sister, Princess Margaret, is played by Leslie Manville. There was new clips from Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, and The School for Good and Evil. There was a first look at the first Bridgerton spinoff dubbed Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. Richard fans will get a double dose of the hit Netflix show within just a year's time. A spinoff show, The Witch of Blood Origin, bows December 25th. But the third season of the main show won't see the light of day until summer of 2023. Not to mention, there was also a behind-the-scenes look at Gomero del Toro's upcoming stop-motion Pinocchio movie. Plus, Variety.com reported just this mor- just early this morning a new trailer for the second season of the futuristic fantasy actioner Alison Borderland was the highlight of a slate of a Japanese film, series, and cartoons unveiled by Netflix on Sunday as part of its Tatum fan experience. Japanese contact is doing well for the streamer, both within the country, which is Netflix's most valuable, in the Asian Pacific region, and increasingly overseas. Though the country is awaiting its Squid Game breakout, the company has signaled that it's investing more into the Japanese language category. Apple original films holiday musical Spirited with Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, Lauren Woods, Octavia Spencer, Joe Tippett, and Patrick Page has a release date. The film, a musical twist on Charles Dickens' infamous classic A Christmas Carol, arrives in theaters November 11, 2022, and sings its way to Apple TV Plus just a week later on November 18th. With Top Gun Maverick and Sonic the Hedgehog 2 earning tons of cash from Paramount Picture, the studio has already found its next film to turn into a franchise. Matt Reeves' 2008 found footage film Cloverfield, which helped launch his career, his directing career. Deadline.com announced, the, announced September 23rd, saying a brand new movie is in the works with Babak and Vari directing and Joe Barden writing the script. J.J. Abrams is producing from Bad Robot alongside, along with Hannah Mangella and John Cohen. As with any Cloverfield pick, plot details of any sorts are being kept under wraps. It is also unknown how this new installment will link to its predecessors, whether it's straight sequel to the original or an anthology piece set that's set in the Cloverfield universe. Time for flashback fun. As stated earlier, in honor of the recently passed Louise Fletcher, I'm starting this week's, well, technically last week's, of course, flashback fun with the classic 1975 psychological dramedy, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. The November 1975 release was based on Ken Kesey's 1962 book of the same name and starred Best Actor winner Jack Nicholson, Fletcher, 
William Redfield, whom this was his last film as uh, he had a terminal diagnosis that would take his life after the film opened. Will Sampson, Danny DeVito, and it was the film debut of Brad Dorif and Christopher Lloyd. In it, a new mental institution inmate has the absolute guts to rally up the terrified patients against the tyrannical nurse who runs the building. The $163.3 million earner, often called one of the greatest films ever, was just the second film to win the Big Five. That is to say, the five largest Academy Award categories, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Screenplay, Best Actor, and Best Actress. After it happened one night, this very rare achievement wouldn't happen again until 1991's Silence of the Lambs did it. In 2020, Netflix unleashed, Netflix vowed the first season of Ratched, a prequel psychological thriller TV series centering on Nurse Ratched's life before the film, starring Sarah Paulson Cynthia Nixon and Sharon Stone. According to IMDb.com, many actors were actually real patients, and Danny DeVito was the first actor to be cast. He also reprised his performance from a Broadway off-Broadway revival from 1971. And Kirk Douglas, who actually owned the rights to the book, had planned on starring in it. But by the time he had actually got made, uh, he was dated too old for the lead role. Six de- even six decades after her death, Marilyn Monroe is still remembered as a pop icon to this day. With Blonde starring Ana de Armas as the actress in select theaters now and its Netflix debut on Wednesday, let's take a look back on one of the films that made her famous. In 1953, she had not one, not two, but three films out. The romantic comedy How to Marry a Millionaire, the noir Niagara, Niagara, and today's other flashback fun film, the musical comedy Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. It also stars Jane Russell, Tommy Newton, Charles Coburn, Elliot Reed, Taylor Holmes, Norma Varden, and George Winslow. The July 15, 1953 release, which made $5.3 million, is based on the 1949 stage play of the same name and doesn't need a recap. Despite not being the main female lead, Marilyn hit it big with this film, thanks to her infamous infamous, uh, pink dress and her iconic rendition of Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, which has inspired countless, and I literally mean countless, multiple homages over the years, including some done by Shania Twain, Taylor Swift, and believe it or not, even Miss Piggy. According to IMDb.com, Marilyn recalled in her last, in her very last interview, given 10 years after shooting this film, the lack of the respects the studio execs gave her made a point of mentioning co-star Jane Russell. 
I remember when I got the part in Gentleman Preferred Lots, Jane Russell, she was the brunette in it, and I was the blonde. She got 200000 for it a week, and I got my $500 a week. But to that, that to me was, you know, quite considerable. She, by the way, was quite wonderful to me. Monroe was quoted as saying, well, whatever I am, I am the blonde. One told she wasn't the film star. That's all for last week's delayed flashback fun, folks. See you again later. Until we meet again, my minions, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye.